Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scrooge Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's going on with you, brother? Man, it's been busy, man. Been having a, a lot of stuff going on. Trying to get a lot of stuff, um, you know, cross the T's, dot the I's and everything. But mm-hmm. other than that, man, I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself, man? Man, doing good. You know what I'm saying? Working hard. Just a little bit tired. But, hey, man, I'm here. No complaints. Yeah, man. I, like they say, man, you can complain about it, but motherfuckers don't care. So, yep. you know, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, man. Keep it pushing. Yes, sir, man. Got to. Yeah, man, that's, man. The, that's, the, that's the way of the world, man. No matter that's how bad way. shit or how good shit get. You know what I'm saying? Got to keep it pushing. Got to keep it going. So, um, man, this is an interesting one. We got this uh, episode, man. This is uh, Star Tom Cruise, Penelope Cruise. No relation. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is Vanilla Sky. It is a mind bender. It is a, a it. It's a suspense. It ain't even a thriller. It's just a a suspense movie. I mean, this is just to me. I put this in the lane of a Inception, or you know what I'm saying, of a, a Shutter Island. You know what I'm saying, something like that. This is definitely this definitely resembles those type of movies where you know what I'm saying you got to kind of pay attention, make you think. You know, you, it's it's different things in there that they'll throw in there that'll it'll seem off, but it may not have anything to do with anything. You just never know. But um, it's basically about a man who um was a famous um magazine editor. You know what I'm saying? His dad owned the company. He ended up dying, passing off 51 percent of the company to his son. And then next thing you know, you know what I'm saying, dude is like the one of the most famous editors in, you know what I'm saying, uh in New York City. And um basically he's just living he's living out this life as this very famous magazine editor. And he comes across this late uh this young lady who he deeply falls in love with. But in the midst of that, he ends up, you know what I'm saying, coming up on one of his crazy flings, and you know what I'm saying, she started going psycho. They get into a car crash, and then he has to deal with um, has to deal with one of the worst situations possible, and that's surviving it, but being disfigured and having to deal with quote unquote a mental illness. And in the end, we all find out that none of this is what it is. It's basically um, him in the cryo chamber, basically dreaming all of this. So. You know what I'm saying? What was your what was your impression on watching this movie? Because for me, like I told you the first time, I never watch it all the way through. Okay. I always get to the part to where like he meet Penelope Cruz and then that's it at the party. But now like actually watching it through, like this this was different, man. How what, what did you think? Man, listen, you have no idea what this podcast means to me, man. <laughs> Listen, I've been wanting to talk about this movie with somebody for the longest time, man. Mm-hmm. Like, 
the first time coming across it um, when I was in high school, when, when all the hype was big on it. And I mean, look, 2001, I was 16. So it's like, you know what I mean? It is what it is. I was confused, didn't really mm-hmm. get it. I was like, I don't understand the hype. But watching this movie as an adult, this movie is it, it is it's awesome. And and I get why I got the hype that it got because and I've never been like a huge Tom Cruise fan. Right. Even though there are some movies that he got that I just like I I find myself liking Days of Thunder. I don't know why, but I just did. And I find myself liking Top Days Gun. of Thunder is the race car movie, right? Yeah. Okay. He drove the hardest car. You know what I'm saying? Not, not better than Talladega Nights, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, so he, he has these movies, but this is the one that, for me, put him over the top, for me, personally. Because I think that the way this movie was written and, and what it meant... It's one of those, like you said, it's one of those movies like Inception. It's like you find yourself getting engulfed into the movie where you kind of like you you looking at him, you looking at him, and you looking at um Julie, and you're like, yo, don't get in the car, yo. Like it's like I watch that scene, and every time I see it, I know what's gonna happen, but I'm still like, yo, don't get in the car. Yeah, you know well, my thing is, he didn't like her, so why would you get okay. her to begin with? No, 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 no. Now, see, oh, I, I got a, I got a, I got a bone to pick with, with my guy, man. Like, okay. I, I got a, I got a bone to pick with David because I'm not saying that, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. that I'm the man when it comes to this type shit, but I'm just saying, like, you have to start if you, it, okay. I got there's there's rules to this shit. If if you play in the game, yo, there's certain lines that you don't cross. David mm-hmm. crossed all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want a relationship with Julie, then fucking act like it. And it's like this dude, he th- she's fucking spending the night. He's telling her that she's awesome. He's got them, like he's he's giving her every he's basically giving her everything but a title. But he's only contacting her when he wants something, which that should. Now, you would think this is me telling you I don't want a relationship with you is me not talking to you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he sent little messages like, OK, I got this birthday party, but you ain't invited. Right. But she's there, but you still being cool with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, she doesn't get the drift of her not being invited to the birthday party. Obviously she don't get it. And like, he's not making it clear to her. And I felt like he was really playing with her emotions. And like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Come on, nah, be- man. Ain't no playing with no emotions. Yes. Man. He's he playing with her emotions. Man. No, no, it's not playing with her emotions. Let's keep it out of the way real. Let's, let's, let's stop this. We got to stop this. You know, when somebody don't want you, you know when I'm, somebody don't want nothing to do with you. She I wouldn't said, say nothing. When you gonna call me? My man said soon. Yeah, and she said don't say soon, and he still said soon. And like I said, yes, you can say that. And also the whole thing and her not being invited to the party. But then 
David, that's you know right there. You had a whole exactly. goddamn birthday party. You had to sneak in and get butt naked. Just nah, man. True. This is all true. Everything that you saying is true. But then he knows she has stalker tendencies. Just like when he first started talking, when he first started talking to um Sophie, Sophia, mm-hmm. but Sophie, when he first started talking to Sophie, he's like, yo, I got this girl, you know, she's burning a hole in my back, isn't mm-hmm. she, all this type of shit. So he knows she's a, she's a stalker. My thing is like, yo, look, I told a whole story on this podcast of this one chick that I could have smashed. And I was like, you know what? I don't think it's going to be a good idea to do so. But And I pulled back. Good point. Good point. At the same time, though, she should have known what the deal was when she started hating on her at the party. When she started hating on Sophia at the party. Oh, yeah. she yeah, she looks like a mushroom. Get your hating ass out of here, bro. <laughs> she was hating like a motherfucker. Come on, man. Come hey. on, that brunette that you were dancing with. She looks like a mushroom. Shut up, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Why you gotta call her Cameron Diaz? <laughs> Cause man, she just corny. But she was so corny that 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 movie like knocked her down the peg on the hot list for me, bro. Cause like she was super corny in that movie. Hey, she look. She she was she she was a hater. But then at the same time, I felt like he still was sending her mixed messages. And they wasn't mixed well, messages. They were smashing. No. Yeah, but there was some mixed messages. Look, you don't tell a girl you just smashing. Yo, you was awesome last night. Yeah, you do. If she was awesome last night, what are you talking about? <laughs> nah, if it was nah. awesome, you let her know. Hey, that thing nah. was popping. What are you talking nah, about? Nah, nah, ain't, ain't, no, on, no, no, no. I'm not sharing. I'm not sharing that information. I no. see. I see what you're saying, but I think it's a slippery slope, man. And the whole car crash scene was. It's it's one of those scenes where. It, it, I mean, first of all, it literally changed the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Everything changed after the car crash. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the one scene when I, I think that I know for me, it's like I am so glued to the to the TV screen at this point because you feel like even if you're watching it for the first time, you feel something's about to happen here. It's like you yeah. just got this this eerie feeling of, you know, even even the way he looked when she was like, yo, you, you know, do you want to make it up to me? And like he's looking like... I shouldn't get in the car. Got to go but, with the instincts. Got to yeah, go with the instincts. Yeah. And he did he didn't go with his instincts. And I mm-hmm. think that was him trying to trying to keep her. That's what I'm saying. Like those mixed messages because like yo, she see okay, so she's stalking you and she see you coming out of girls' uh, apartment. It's like yo, did she open up like a butterfly for you? And he's like yes, you know what I'm saying. And all that, he's all happy and shit, and she see the smile on his face and she see how happy he is. And it's just like yo, like man, come on, man, you you don't supposed to show that type of emotion, yo. Like and yeah, then you like do. You get, so that let then, you know, get your hating ass on. Yeah, but man, come on, man. Like I just. I'm not look. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault, but it's just like when when you hear the things that she was saying in the car about like, you know, when, when you even if you don't think so, you you know what I'm saying you're making a commitment with somebody, and she's like, "Yo, we had sex four times last night." All this type of shit, man. And it's just she like, was a victim. She was a victim <laughs> of the bone zone, bro. That's all it is. <laughs> she was just a victim of the bone zone. You bust her down four times that night. You know what I'm saying? So now she automatically feel like she entitled to something. Ladies, 
Let me tell you something, fellas. <laughs> let me tell you something. Just because y'all did it, don't mean you're entitled to anything. There's a such thing called a one night stand. Sometimes it's it's a it's a called a booty call. Other times it's called a bust down. There's various names for this. Uh, uh, these positions that you may or may not be into. You have to do your due diligence and realize what position you're in. For this position, she was a bust down. He knew that at any point in time, he could call her, get one in real quick, do his thing, and then get up out. And everything that you're saying is true. You know what I'm saying? But David did not make it clear to her, man. You, you know that saying? ain't his job, bro. What do you that mean ain't it ain't job. his job? It's not Dude, his job. Yo, so you telling me first this and girl. foremost, you saying make it clear. She he get up, he like, yeah, you act like you might want to get married. Ugh, don't say that word. She like, yeah, <laughs> she's so damn giddy and, and, and <laughs> she's so happy at the fact that this rich dude is tearing taking her down, and she thinking that it's all jokes. Bitches ain't jokes. This I girl. got a birthday party, you ain't invited, you don't get the point. Yo, this girl is out here missing damn uh, audition tapes, all type shit. You know what I'm saying? Her Just, fault. Her it, fault. It is. It is her fault. I'm not I'm sorry. Did, okay, so you missed the audition. Are you getting paid for this encounter? Because if not, that's just a dumb decision on your part. Maybe what you should have did was went to your audition, did your thing, and then eventually met up with my man later on down the line. And this is true. The problem but, is she was falling in love. Yes. And she shouldn't have been. Was. She, 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 I mean, like, right. she was. Like, right. But I'm saying she shouldn't have been. She shouldn't have been. But, old girl, you know what I'm saying? That's why I say, like, sometimes you got to make certain shit clear. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm just saying I've been out in the world like that, and I encountered a situation that was kind of, you know what I'm saying, shaky, and I... I looked at it. I looked back and assessed. You know what? This might not be a good idea. So I'm going to lay back. Exactly. So, that kind of so it's like he gets in the car. She starts going off asking, do you believe in God? All this type of shit. So she runs the car off of a bridge. Like you said, disfigured his face, fucked up his shoulder. He had bad headaches. All I missed his leg shit. up too. So we got to get it. We got to get into this whole encounter with Sophia real quick. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So we got to back this up. So oh, this nigga's a dirt bag. Oh man, a complete dirt bag. This and listen, a when, dirt it, when it to- bag. Yo, Brian. Let me tell you something. I re- the person that I relate to the most in this movie is Brian, his best friend. For the simple mm-hmm. fact of like, when I was in school, you know what I'm saying, like. I ain't gonna call this person out by name, but that, that was a guy like all the girls love this dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he was the guy. I was, I was basically like the sidekick. I wasn't the, I wasn't the one. Like if me, me and my guy walking beside each other, like all the girls coming up hugging and kissing him. Like I'm just, I'm just the dude that's with him. Mm-hmm. Like so, like that was kind of Brian. Like Brian, he was a writer. That was a uh, friend, David's fr- uh, best friend, and David was paying for him to get his book published, all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. But so Brian comes to the party with a girl that he just met at the library. And he like this attraction that Sophia and, and David had right off the rip was, I mean, it jumped off the screen like everybody saw it. 
But the dirtbag mm-hmm. move was Brian expressed to him like, yo, this girl could be the one. Told him. This dude, David got the pick of the litter of just about any girl that he wants. Got a girl over here fiending for him, all this type of shit. He goes after the girl that his dude brought in there. And like, and this is and this is the friend test. The friend test is he was like, look, we're bros. I would never let a girl get in between us. You know, nah, 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 all this type of shit. But when he told him, yo, I'm, I really feel this girl could be the one. And this dude still stabbed my man in the back. That is Did he really complete... stab him in the back? He stabbed him in the back, man. How? Man, now, I don't know if she would have chose him or not. She would have never chosen him. But the thing is, is the fact of if 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 you come to my birthday party with a girl that you had just met, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, but that girl is bad. But you tell me, man, I'm telling you, man, I know I just met her, but she might be it. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Do your thing, man. See? Nope. Nope. That's when you got to stop because you're not being a real friend. That's when you're supposed to say, bro, you don't even know her. True. This is you true. just met her. How is she the one? Then y'all go down that long list and y'all talk about how she could possibly be the one, right? And then uh-huh. you say, now this list that you just gave me, mm-hmm. where's the evidence? Because you just met her. True. You, <clears throat> you going solely off of what she looks like. That's it. That's all. No, I, I think they had a conversation at the library. I think it was, I think okay. it was more. Going I think they solely had more off of, of what she looked like in a maximum 25 minute conversation. That's not enough to say somebody's the one. You know who? who uh, you know who he sounds like? He sounds like Julie. <laughs> but also, when it comes to Sophia, a dude that you just met at the library, you gonna go to his best friend's birthday party? I mean, shit, you ain't got shit else to do. It's New York. I mean, why not? I mean, okay, yeah, why not? It's fucking common. So, so, but my thing is, I still felt that it was a dirtbag move because, like. No, it definitely like, was a dirtbag move, though. I just, uh, it's like it's dirty macking. You know what I'm saying? And nah, look, they, it's not dirty macking. It's not dirty macking. Man, listen, they was in the room. I guess this is the, this is this is what, uh, me and my brothers call a very very, um, unfair game of chicken. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. So you know how, <laughs> and we call this chicken. Because the woman is the chicken, mm-hmm. the last piece chicken. So mm-hmm. you must do whatever it takes outside of anything foul and unnecessary to get your piece of chicken. So that means that if you got to hype yourself up, if you have to lie, you know what I'm saying, about yourself, you know what I'm saying? Anything outside of being derogatory towards the other player, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's what Tom Cruise did. David was very, very nice about it. He mm-hmm. bigged him up. He talked about his book and everything. And he even made the joke. I mean, his book is about getting rejected. I mean, this is the best way to do it, right? Yeah. That's great research. <laughs> I mean, listen, that that's how you play chicken. If you ask me, he's just a bad player at chicken. David is damn near grandmaster. I hear you. I hear you. 
And, and and it's a great perspective. But I just felt like with David being who he is mm-hmm. and, the, and the caliber of women that he could get, mm-hmm. he could have found himself another Sophia. Maybe nah. it would have been her because they, obviously they had a connection. I think Bro. that but this is the thing you don't though. bring you don't bring free game to the party like that. Everybody knows this. This is <laughs> this is not nothing. This is if you bring a chick to a party, right? Yeah. And you with your boys, you bring a chick to the party, and they be like, Man, that's your girl, and you say no. You already know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Why is this like? Why is this such a uh, 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 why is this such a big thing for Brian to grasp? Because I think Brian just he wasn't he wasn't David. I'm Maybe it's giving, a cultural thing. I'm, I'm giving you this perspective from like like I said. Look, man, I I've, I remember having conversations with like you know countless females, mm-hmm. and I would just be like, yo, like they'll be like. Let's say they're like they bigging me up, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I, right, you know, it's all cool or whatever, whatnot. Oh, I bet you you was this, you was that. I'm like, nah, like, I like believe it or not, I like I wasn't a man in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it depends on who you ask, but like, it was like the people that I hung with, the dudes that I played with. Like, it was a lot of dudes who was just like the man, and like, when it came to like Brian, like I felt like. I could relate to him because it was like Brian wasn't like he wasn't the one that had his pick of the litter. Like, you know what I'm saying? David did. Like David was the man. And mm-hmm. I just felt like David should have gave him an opportunity to keep macking to this girl that he brought to the party. I think that the reason he invited her to the party because he didn't want that conversation at the library to end. So he was like, yeah, well, David, David, he did what he I, I know it's a dirty move, but he did what he was supposed to do because Brian, he didn't deserve it. First off, why are you begging David not to hit on her? What kind of mm, I'm gonna say the wrong like, word. What kind of weirdo shit is that? Well, it's it's because you remember when when he first went up mm-hmm. to uh David when he was at the party, and him and Sophia mm-hmm. were looking at each other, and he's talking to David. He was like, and you're not even listening to me. Like they literally just box my man out while he was standing there. And, like, that's why he was just like, yo, I think she could be the one. Because he's trying to tell David, like, yo, I see the way you're looking at her. But Once at the again, same time. We have to pick up on the signs. Forget David. Let's take David out of this equation real quick. Sophia also was yes. involved in this, right? You see how magnetic that was? It was. It was very magnetic. That's all I'm saying. And- so take a hint, Brian. You get, you acting like you acting like old girl right now. True. So he goes to so Sophia's apartment and they spend the whole night together, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? They don't smash. They just spend the whole night talking, drawing. Also underrated. Talking. My man played the long game. Salute to David on that one. That was a great He movie. did. He did. And so when it comes to so after the car accident, David is he's he's all fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. Crazy migraines. Um, but also like throughout the movie, he is having a conversation with a therapist, which is played by Kurt Russell. Yeah, and so yeah, McCabe. So he's having uh, conversations with him wearing his mask, and 
what you come to realize is the present time is him sitting in that cell talking to McCabe and he's telling him about or at least his what life. we assume to be the present time. Yeah. What we assume that was the present time. He's telling him what was happening before and after the car crash. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. He's telling him everything that led up to where they are now. So that's yeah, in, they, that's including that's including the, the day with Julia and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, like okay. he's yeah. So he's he's uh talking to him, and so he talks about the crash, and so basically what happens after the crash is. He's trying to get this plastic surgery done and get the headaches taken away. But at the same time, he fell into a coma, so he lost, it was a lot of time uh, time that was lost there. The pe- the seven doors, they're trying to get him to fuck up out of there. The seven Which, doors are the board members who are also um, on the uh, magazine, what's the name? Uh, magazine board. And, the, yeah. the, and all seven of them thought that they was going to be the one to which get the majority power. I don't understand why they thought that. That yeah, and I think that when David dad died, I think that they felt that he was too young to take over the company. They and they and do. I think that yeah, they felt they that. Do. And and cuz I think he made a great point when he said when they look at me, they look at me like I'm still that 11-year-old. Mm-hmm. Which I get it. Like you watch this kid grow up and then now he's your boss. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. like you were just riding a skateboard through this bitch you know what I'm saying? A couple years ago, now you my boss. Good so, old nepotism. I know, right? But come on, man. He's he's the son. Like, you know what I mean, like what what made you? Do, bro. Now, y'all better be glad y'all even got the forty nine percent. No, what I mean? for real. Yeah. So I mean, he really gave y'all a solid. It's his, just that he, um, his lawyer, man, Tip, or uh, yeah. yeah, his lawyer, Tip, great lawyer. Yes, great. And lawyer. A great he friend. had his back for real. He had his back for real. And that's not that's not common in, in that kind of situation. Yes. And so they waited for him to get semi better. But so it took him a long time to go back and go see Sophia. So he goes to see Sophia after we don't know how much time really went by. They don't really tell us how much time went by. And you have to understand, like when the last time she saw David, good looking guy, charismatic, all this type shit. So he goes to her dance studio where she's dancing, just got done with the class. He walks in and he tries to go immediately um, giving jokes like, believe it or not, this is me smiling. And his, fa- his face is basically stuck like he can't move. And so he thought being himself was the best thing to do, which it was. So he asked her, could they meet up sometime? And she said, yes. And so he was he was shocked. He, I, I guess he just believed that how jacked up his face was from the car accident that she would say no to meeting up with him. Mm-hmm. So they go to meet up. And it's so crazy because Julie even had a conversation with him about like, about, like being in love. Like he basically turned into Julie calling her like he was watching something on tv it was something that they talked about he called her and left her a message all this type shit so he's like all giddy 
about meeting up with her. So he meets up with her at the bar. Brian's there. And he's like, yo, why are you here? And mm-hmm. she was like, she asked me to be here. So she was like, what, she don't want to be, be with me by herself? So long story short, the whole club scene didn't go that well. And so they leave. He follows. Well, so they they was walking Sophia home. Sophia, like, All right, I'll holler at y'all later. So she goes. Brian, stick around. Talk to him for a minute. And Brian runs up the street. I guess he felt something right. He follows. See the day bus basically together. And what we learn is after he fell asleep on the pavement, nothing after that is real. All of that shit is a dream. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize that to the end, till he's talking to technical support, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, who kept popping up uh, periodically throughout the uh, throughout the movie if he was paying attention. And for him to choose, and this is my question to you, because this shit had me thinking. For him to choose a girl that he met, he had he spent a night with her one night, so he probably had. I don't know, 16 hours maybe, around 14, 16 hours. Mm-hmm. He choose to dream about basically just spending a life with this one girl that he spent like 18, a mo- at the most 18 hours with. The whole life, it, it was life extension, wasn't it? Was that what it was called? Yeah. It was, like, was 150 years into the future. 150. Yo. So this is my thing. <clears throat> you go through a bad car accident. You have headaches all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shoulder fucked up. Your face fucked up. Like, if someone told you, yo, we could take all that pain away, put you in this freezer, you can dream about whatever the fuck you want to dream about. You can be whoever the fuck you want to be. Mm-hmm. And if you want to wake up, we can wake you up later. Like, would that be something? Like, if you now, it's kind of different to ask somebody this question because I mean, you got kids, you got family. Because it seemed like David didn't really, didn't really have no, anybody. No, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's kind of hard to ask somebody who has you know kids and a family and everything like that. But it's just like, like if you didn't really have like all of that, like would that if that was something that was available to you, would that seem like? something that you would do. Fuck no. Who would want to be in a freezer for 150 fucking years? <laughs> after well, you dying. ain't in the well, no, I no. mean after dying though. That's the part you, you that's the part you left yeah. out. You have to die first, then do yes. it. And then they reanimate you and bring you back to life. Fuck no. Call me Quasimodo. I I stay with the fucked up <laughs> face and the and the limp and shit. I'll be all right. I deal with this shit. Give me some Tylenol. Call me Quasimodo. Let me get a new ID. We good. We rolling. But no, I'm not getting no fucking freezer for 150 years, bro. No. Yo. To even and, then, and the whole time all I'm doing is just is is it's a, it's a constant fucking just 150 years of dreams. No. Ain't no telling what I yeah. dream of. <laughs> and and see, and that's what happened. His dream turned into a fucking nightmare. Exactly. And like you would have to think that something like this would have. There's got to be a glitch in the matrix. Got to be. It, it, okay, so so this is this is the thing that that I think about, right? 
Like these, when when stuff like this happens, they don't ever think about and, and what well, this movie did. But I'm just saying, like they never think about the bad shit that can happen. Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh yeah, you know, you can we we'll we'll have dreams for you and everything else. Yeah, right. But you got a subconscious, and that's what they yep. talked about. The subconscious got the best of them, and it start releasing. You know, what I'm saying all those old memories and stuff. Next thing you know. He having all these flashbacks. He thinking that Sophia is Julie and Julie is Sophia. He thinking that his friend is against him. He thinking that, you know, like it's all kind of, he think the seven doors is out to take over his, his business. It's all kind of different stuff going on that his subconscious is releasing because there's other things at work other than just what we know. So yeah. you just thinking that you taking what you know and putting that into this big ice box and and some wires is connecting to you and you just living this life until they ready to wake you up, but you forget that it's other things that go on. For instance, you in the ice box, right? Mm-hmm. You ain't working out. You ain't. Yeah. You the only thing that thing is doing is keeping your brain. Yeah. Alive, which to me don't make sense. Because how are you frozen, but your brain is still going? That's the one thing that that really tripped me out about. It. It's like, how is that even happening? How is your brain functioning when when your whole body is frozen? Like, that's, I don't. That's no point. How can you? How can you think? Like, how do every organ in your body freezes, but your brain? Come on now, now we're talking. So once again, this is what I'm saying. Don't put me in no damn ice box. Fuck that box. I read so it. Was, so we're going to get what, back what to here. You, but what would you pick? Man, the crazy thing is, like, first of all, the physics, I don't see how the, the physics work. But right. let's say the physics do work. And like I said, it's difficult to even answer a question like this because you got kids, family, girls, all this type of shit, whatever, whatever. So it's really kind of hard to even make a decision like that, but I can see how someone like David made this decision. But for mm-hmm. me, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like at the end of the day, I dream for six, seven hours, man. Like I just, I, I just, I just keep up with my regular dreams, man. Like I, I just have to, I just have to figure it out. And then plus, I already kind of got the belief when you die, you just clock out. Like I don't really know about this whole heaven and hell thing, yeah. so I don't. I don't personally think that I would either. I just don't. I just don't see how the physics would work. But mm-hmm. something I forgot to mention, and then we'll get back here, was the fact that was Brian dirty macking on David after having a few drinks, because remember in the car, she said, "Why did you tell Brian?" That I was your fuck buddy. Why did Brian tell her that? If anything, Brian was helping him. Yo. But do you think... I mean, look, she might have would have did that anyway. Nah. But it seemed like that shit really took that shit to the next level, yo. When 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 she sat down on, on that damn piano and talked to Brian, and Brian was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? David told me you was his fuck buddy. You know what I'm saying? And like, and she's in the car. Say what? I said. I mean, technically, she is. Yeah, she is. And (laughs) his face, (laughs) his face was like, "Yeah, I said that shit, but 
why the fuck did he say that shit? <laughs> like, that's the face that he gave off. Like, yeah, but like, but yeah, she needed to hear the bluntness of it. She okay, did, this but is, she this needed is, to hear it from thing. him. This is the thing. Culturally, this movie is stupid as hell. Because it's so much confusion going on between those, that little triangle between Julie, Brian, and what's well, up? I'm sorry, that little that, that little quad Square. right there. Yeah, yeah that, little, that little quad, that whole little quad between Sophia, Brian, uh, 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 Julie, Julie. And, and David. David. There's too much confusion going on. First off, David and Brian, they got to get the bro code. They need to understand what the bro code is and how to get it together because apparently neither one of them knows how that works. Secondly, um, yeah, I, I just don't I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. Maybe it's a difference in, in culture as far as like how we do things and how, how Brian and David do things. Because me personally, if Brian was to tell her that, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, so you get it. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, that's exactly what yeah. I said. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I said. I definitely told him that. Yeah. And he was trying to protect, like I'm saying, like he, it, it was like, I felt like he was just playing in the middle too much. I felt mm-hmm. like he needed to go more to the, to the blunt side, but he was just, he was still trying to play both sides of the fence. Okay. I just wanted to mention that. Okay. So fast forward back to where I was. Mm-hmm. So it turns into a nightmare to the fact of where, like you said, the subconscious start creeping in and he starts seeing Julie as Sophia. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, like, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> yo, the the wildest part of this movie was when he was fucking her and he looked and it was Julie. <laughs> I said, what the fuck is happening? Yo. Didn't stop though. Didn't stop. Kept the same stroke and everything. Yeah, never stopped. And, yo. So he kills Julie. But Julie Sophia. Well, first, first of all, he beat her ass. That's yeah. the first thing that he did. So he beat her, ass. beat her ass. Yeah, Tyler beat her ass, and so then Brian pops up, and he's like, "Yo, like we're done." And he's like, "No, what was so funny? What was so funny was when he came out the police station after uh, his lawyer fucking got old girl not to press charges, mm-hmm. and he still." was able to hold the seven doors off and say that he still was in charge of everything. So they get the charges dropped after you see the whole disfigurement of her face and all that shit. So this is what tripped me out. How is her face fine when he go to the house and she thinks that he's our, you know, quote unquote, an intruder. Her face is fine right there, which that's a whole nother thing. So he ends up. Hold on, what was I? So he goes over looking through her shit because it shows you when when he first went over Sophia's house for that first, well, really that only time. You know, he's he's like, yo, I really like your life. He's looking at all these pictures of her, you know, like throughout her life and all this type of shit. So mm-hmm. when he goes over after being released from the police station, all of the pictures. Look like Julie. Yeah. And so all the pictures look like Julie. To him. Yeah, to him. So at the police station, he's talking to Brian. And he's like, yo, it's not Sophia. It's Julie. He was like, wait a minute. 
So what happened is, so Sophia got kidnapped by Julie, and Julie is posing it as Sophia. And he's like, yes. He was like, man, you fucking crazy. He was like, man, Julie's dead. And so it was just so funny that he played along with it at first. And then he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you get it. He's like, nah, motherfucker, that girl dead, man. What's wrong with you? Like, you need to get your shit together. So he was like, yo, like, I'm going to stop fucking with you. So he basically loses his friendship. So basically, while it turns into a nightmare, he loses his best friend. Mm-hmm. The only person he even went into this bitch for turns into the girl that tried to, well, she committed suicide, but she tried to take him with her. Well, with him, well, with her, and now you're in this bad dream that you can't wake up from. Right. And my thing is, if McCabe never took him to the life extension place, would tech support even know that your sweet dream turned into a bad dream? Yes. What are you talking about? The whole thing was his own creation. Him being in the jail cell, all that. McKay, McKay wasn't even real. All of that was his creation. Yeah. And, like, I think the the, the interesting thing about this movie is that there are tell signs, like, within the movie. And it's just like, yo, it's, it's really at the end of the day. Be careful with the decisions that you make. Because all of this shit really comes down to I shouldn't have got, but this is the thing. Even if he wouldn't have gotten to the car, mm-hmm. Julie wouldn't have stopped. Eventually, I mean, still, he, he would have had to. He'd still be alive, though. He'll still be alive, and his face wouldn't be fucked up and all that shit. But like him playing the middle, Sophia. but him playing the middle would have had to stop. He would have had that at some point tell Julie. But, but this oh, is that was gonna stop when he got that protection order. Yeah. If he ever would have got it, though, that's the thing. He played the middle too much. My nigga just found Sophia. He getting that protection order, my nigga. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Guarantee you he getting that thing. He 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 would have had to do something. Something yeah. would have had to happen because that girl was was relentless and she wasn't stopping. And I mean, for her to, I mean, dude, just think about the mindset a person has to have to sit outside of an apartment outside yeah. think about the mindset somebody got to to sneak in your house get butt naked in your room and stay there till you come up there during your birthday party well no she didn't stay there because remember she came down at like when because no i'm talking about staying in the room until he got up there Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. She was literally yeah. in there, butt naked, waiting for dude to pop up in the room. So basically, I think that was the same day. She never left. Nah, she definitely left. This is my thing. What if he came in there with a girl? Yo. Come on, man. This is, but okay. Okay, right? Like I was saying, playing in the middle and doing things you shouldn't do. You, you can have a girl spend night cool. That's all cool. Mm-hmm. But when I leave, uh, you leaving. You're not. You're not. Hey, whatever you need, you can get it, it out of the fridge. That's nah. not. That's not how it works, sir. Nah, man. That's you, not how not, it works. You get not. You get when not I leave, 
Make sure you lock my shit up. What I got to go do. Listen, I got business to take care of. I don't got time to be playing with you right now. Make sure you lock everything up. I'll see you later. Nah, nah. Be like, hey, I got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I need you to, uh, you know, start nah, getting ready. Man. You ain't, you ain't never, nah. you ain't never had that moment, bro. It's, it's one of those things where, trust me, look, I got to go. See you when I see you. Make sure you like everything up for me. <laughs> I'm going to call you later. We can link back up, you know what I'm saying, another day or whenever we both free again. Because it's not like this is a one-time thing for them. This is a consistent thing for them. Yeah, and, and and that's what I'm saying. Maybe he made it too consistent. That's why I meant by mix. By Maybe he did. You're right. Maybe he did on that part. But like that was like, yeah, that was the whole point I was yeah. trying to make. I think there was too many mixed messages to where like she may think, oh, this dude's never going to date me. But then he might do something be like, oh, shit, there is a chance. And it's like I just felt like he was going back and forth to the point where. Like I, what I'm saying is I'm not putting it all think, on Julie. I'm gonna be honest with you. Let's just let's keep it real, real quick. Let's just keep it all the way 100. It wasn't a problem until Sophia came into the picture. Damn she man. was she was just fine being the booty call. Yeah. As long as Sophia wasn't in the picture. When Sophia came into the picture, she she felt threatened, like and most she, women do. And she should and, have. And there you go. So that's the only reason everything went down the way it did. If she would have never seen him escape off with Sophia, there never would have been an issue. This is true. This is true. So the tech support guy was sitting at a bar and he told David, like, yo, you're in control of all of this. He was like, a, "Well, it's the revolution of the mind." Yeah, and he was like, "Yo, if you want it, you could, you know, you control everybody here." He's like, "They're here mm-hmm. because of you." He was like, "Well, in that case, I wish everybody would just shut up," and everybody shut up. And it was like, mm-hmm. I think that was a moment where he was like, "Yo, this, this shit is nuts." Like, like, yo, look, like, what the fuck is going on? And what the dude was trying to tell him, like, yo. Your dream is not going the way you want it, but you also have to understand you can control it. You can stop mm-hmm. this. So, like, when there is a situation where you are having sex with Sophia and she look like Julie, you could be like, you, stop. You could be like, stop. Hold yeah, on. But, but when have you ever said stop in the dream, bro? No, no, no. Well, uh, okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Now, hopefully, you know, knock on wood. I've been able to, I don't know how I've been able to do this shit, but I've been able to, I can see something crazy happening in my dream and I can wake up before something happens. I ain't what I asked you. I said, when have you ever, <laughs> when have you ever been able to say stop in your dream, bro? I'm trying to tell you, I do it, man. Okay, right. I'm not so talking about know. waking up. I'm not talking about waking up. I'm saying, when have you ever been able to say stop in your dream? So you're saying like and, and keep dreaming, you mean? Yeah. Nah. That's what I'm saying. You ain't never been able to control your dream that way to the point nah. where you, you know what I'm saying? So when he's in that moment, and, and on top of that, bro, he getting the whole sensation of, of banging out. So he definitely ain't as focused as he should be. Even in as the, you can okay. see, 
he's so he's so he's such in shock that he banging out. He see Julie, he's still banging out. He don't even stop. <laughs> like, my man was traumatized. He, he was he was traumatized because like even though Julie ain't a bad person to look at, mm-hmm. it's still like last time I saw you, you know what I'm saying? You drove me off a bridge. Like Penelope <laughs> yeah, Cruz either. So it's just like, yo, like nah. But what I mean is I, I think that with this movie, well, first of all, to have this thought in 2000, 2001, to be like, okay, like, because we all know that there are scientists trying to do some shit like this. You know what I mean, I'm saying? Trying is, to this, be able This shit has been talked about since like the 80s. I mean, I mean, even don't look up. That's basically what they was doing when they and went the out of space. Yep. So this is something that is really probably trying to be done right now by billionaires as we speak of like, yo, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see 2085. So I'm trying to figure out a way to goddamn freeze myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Either when I die or whatever the case may be and come back to see what the future looked like to see if anything that I thought of is going on now, if we got flying cars or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure this is something that's going on, but I think that what this movie was able to do was to kind of like show you that fear of the mind and like basically like what the mind is kind of I don't know, man. It, it was just like, it, it felt like this movie was kind of before its time. I don't think it was. I think it was right on time. I think this was a great way to ne- not necessarily incorporate science fiction into a thriller, but this is one of those things. Like, And, and once again, this is what I talked about on the coming soon. Like, you got to remember, he was doing, you know what I'm saying, eyes wide shut. He was doing these type of movies, those suspenseful movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tom, well, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise was doing these suspenseful movies around this time anyway. So this was mm-hmm. in his wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is stuff that he was doing around the, the, the late 90s, early 2000s. So outside of Mission Impossible. So when he wasn't doing Mission Impossible, he was doing stuff like this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So this is this was like right in his bag. And so to see him, you know what I'm saying, in a movie like this, I think that, you know, him being the actor that he is, yeah, like this this was his thing. Also, meant to uh say this at the top of the episode. Yo, um that 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 hot streak that they was talking about with Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise mid, bro. What you mean? Elaborate on. Like, remember when women was going crazy over Tom Cruise? Oh yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise was mid in the nineties or early two thousands, wherever you want to place him, he was always mid, bro. His yeah. eyebrows is trash, nose funny, nah. Tom Cruise is trash. Like, I don't get the heartthrob thing. And like, Chris Hemsworth, I get it. Dude got, like, muscles. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got the flowing locks and all that. I understand. Like, uh, who else? Brad Pitt? Totally get it. Like, he cool. Leonardo DiCaprio, 100%. He connected and all that type of stuff. He got the look. But, like, Tom Cruise? Nah, that's the one I don't understand. I feel like I feel like when when they told me about Jackie Kennedy, that's how I feel about Tom Cruise. Like the wild thing about Tom Cruise is like it's in like the movies that he <clears> play, 
you would imagine this dude being like, you know what I'm saying, 6'2", you know what I'm saying, 200 pounds. Oh, yeah, I forgot that he's short, too. My man is like 5'6", yo. Like, it's so it's like. I've heard he's look, really, I've heard he's really like lower than that. He's like 5'5", five, 5'4". Five, five, and it's like the the roles that they have him playing, it's like they they kind of you would assume that he's bigger than what he really is. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, nah, he's I ain't mad at him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like I think that when you walk up on him, you you will be underwhelmed. You know what I'm saying? So I get I get what you're saying, but I think that when you watch, like this is what kills me, yo. This dude. Started a love romance with Nicole Kidman, my guy. Like in the movie and in real life, Nicole Kidman is like six foot. <laughs> like <laughs> she, she mid too, for real. <laughs> and it's like, and like even 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 in Days of Thunder, like I don't even think that there was any parts where they were like standing up with each other. Mm-hmm. I think like it was they was always laying down or some shit. Like it was never or in the mm-hmm. car. Like I don't think they was ever standing up kissing. Because she could probably grab the back of his head and it'll be in her chest. Right. So I just always thought that that was funny. But I ain't mad at him for for being in those type. Of, I heard they had to do some shit with Tom Holland and um Spider Man. Yeah, they said that there was some scenes where he was like landing and they had him like like when he like hits the ground, he's like on the stool or something because they was like Spider Man can't be shorter than his girlfriend. And I'm like. Yeah, but I think that the reason that they did that was for the simple fact of like, well, you also got to understand this dude was bit by a spider that gave him powers. So it's like, I don't think it really matters what your size is. I don't think that you have to be, you know, six foot, 200 pounds, because I think that Tom Holland is really probably like five, seven, five, eight or some shit like that. Even if that, because I mean Zendaya, I mean she's a tall girl, but like I don't think she's as tall as somebody like Nicole Kidman. Like Nicole Kidman is like, I mean she's kind of like a like a small forward <laughs> in the women's NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she's like, if not, she might be legitimately six foot or at least close to it. She's five eleven or some shit like that. So. This whole thing about size, I think that the reason why they want him to look bigger than what he really is is because of him playing Ethan Hunt, of him being in all these Mission Impossible movies. It's like, how's this dude doing, pulling off all of these missions if everybody that he's fighting, even when it comes to somebody like Jack Reacher, it's like, how is this dude able to whoop everybody's ass when everybody's two feet taller than he is. So I think that's the reason why they wanted him to be to appear as big as he was. So I mean I get what you're saying. He he was a heartthrob, but you also one thing that you forgot mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that I'm with it or whatever, but I'm just saying this might have been part of the reasons. <clears throat> yeah. Risky business. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you slid across the floor with the with the with the you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, nah, that, nah. I, I'm not saying look, he still looked the same. Not me. I'm not I'm talking about his about... physique. I'm never talking about his physique. He was in shape. I'm talking about his face. His face is me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> like, let's keep it real. He's he's mid. Hey, you stupid. But uh, like Tom man, Cruise is not like the like he to me like of the of the white celebrities that could like pull chicks. He's like to me, I wouldn't put him in that elite class. I put him in like the C category. Like if 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 he walked into a place and they didn't know he was Tom Cruise, like I don't think he would like get too many numbers. Yeah. Like you put Leonardo DiCaprio in there, like Leonardo is A, Chris Hemsworth is A, you know what I'm saying? Like Tom Holland yeah. is B. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Like to me, he's on like Tom Cruise on the level like of a Robert Downey Jr. Mm, I see what you're saying. Like that. I see what you're saying. But anyway, um, we not you know we don't want to keep rambling about dudes being mad. <laughs> so let's get into the fire flames, man. Let's do it, man. Yoga fire, yoga flame. All right, man. So what you got? Uh, so I've been thinking about it, and I think um, it's for me, it's close, but not quite the whole thing. So. I'm I'm gonna give it a four point five um, for the simple fact of the, the the creativeness of what they did. Um, I think that this is a movie where, I for me, anytime is even though I don't have like live TV like that, like you know back in the day where you, you flip it through the channels, oh Vanilla Sky, boom, I'm I'm clicking on it and I can watch it right. at any point of the movie. So that's another reason why it's getting one of those high grade uh, high grades for me is because. For how creative that it was, I think that everybody really did a good job in this. Um, yeah, even you, you know, what I'm saying Michael Shannon had a little, you know, what I'm saying little, little thing in here before he really got big. Yeah, um, I think that uh, the casting did, uh, the casting was good. I think that everybody that they had play, everybody did really good at it. I thought uh, Cameron Diaz did good playing a, a crazy woman, so. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four point five, man. Okay. Well, I we almost had one, man. I'm um, I'm I'm close. I'm going four. You know what I'm saying? The story was great. Um, the acting was marvelous, man. Um, Penelope Cruz. I'm a fan of whatever she does. I think she does a great job. Um, Cameron Diaz did an amazing job at playing a stalker slash fanatic. Uh, Tom Cruise did a great job, but I don't know, man. It's, to me, it was like he was playing uh, he was playing himself, if that makes sense. He was kind of like just playing himself. So that kind of took away from his role a little bit. He did a great job, don't get me wrong, but it was just like you really didn't have to do too much. And then after the Oprah thing, like we kind of got it. Like, yeah, this is really who you was this whole time. So for me, I'm going to go for, like I said, great movie. I think that everybody should check it out. Um, it's one of those ones that I'm not sure if I would watch it from any point. I think this is one of those ones that I would have to actually sit down and watch from beginning to end only because I enjoy the build up so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to I want to see everything, you know what I'm saying, um, go into place. But I definitely would def- um, I would definitely pick uh pick it to watch on a maybe like a Netflix or something like that for sure. So yeah, I'm going for it, man. So um 
Coming soon, brother. You ready? Let's do it. Yes, sir. Coming soon. Coming soon. I'm going to let you run with this one, man, because you got a little bit more. Inf- well, you not a little bit. You got a lot more information on this one <laughs> uh, than me. I, I still haven't watched the full thing yet. I've been catching up and getting into it. But I am excited because it's a doc. So, man, let us know what this thing is about. Cool deal, man. We are doing a doc next, man. Netflix. Yeah, we've been on Netflix heavy since the year started. Uh, crime scene, man. The uh, what was the name of it? The the Times Square Killer. Yeah. And uh, what was really dope about this is me and Uncle Washington, rest in peace to my guy. Rest in peace. We uh. We used to talk about the Deuce a lot. It's an HBO show. Yeah. Um, came out maybe like three years ago. They did, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, three seasons. And uh, Uncle Washington was from New York. He was in the New mm-hmm. York in the 70s. He was able to tell you about, yo, Times Square wasn't Times Square, like the same thing that it is now. He was like, yo, there was peep shows everywhere. He was like, the whole block wasn't nothing but prostitution and all this shit. In the mm-hmm. midst of all of this, there was a uh, a Times Square killer, a guy that was taking prostitutes, killing them. Um, not only was he killing them, he, you know, I ain't going to get too deep into it. Yeah, but, we, we'll save that yeah. for the next episode. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we'll <laughs> save that. But uh, it's, 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 a, it's a really, it's a really, really good doc, man. Um, okay. But they, but they doing, Netflix is doing a series, though, people, uh, of, of crime scene. I watched another one that was um, The Vanishing of something um but we're doing the time score killer so i'm not gonna get deep into that but but yeah netflix is uh they're pushing out some docs man cool man i'm excited to watch this one um this is right in my alley so i can't wait um if you guys would like to give us any suggestions on what to do next or possibly you know what i'm saying send us in your own ratings um and reviews about the episodes we've done or just whatever movie you want to do, we'll check it out behind the scenes. Um, hit us up on our socials, man, on Instagram and Twitter at Viewer9Pod, on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Uh, if you are leaving a review, make sure you use the flame emoji. Make sure you go one through five. Also, hashtag the episode um, in there, and um, that way we'll know which one it was. Um for me, man, just follow me on Twitter at Scoose Bronson. For me, uh, at s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That is on IG. Check out the 28 Minutes or Less on all major platforms. Just dropped episode 70 the other day. You know what I'm saying? Ozark Season 4, Part 1. Go check that out, man. Uh, I pretty much broke down the first uh, seven episodes that they gave us and uh, no telling when the second part is going to come out, but I will be tuning into it. So uh, check uh, 28 minutes or less out on all major platforms. Cool. Cool. And um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. We always greatly appreciate it. Um, If you guys want to leave any reviews or anything like that for us on Apple podcast, please do so. We definitely will read them on the show. And until next time, man, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, Like they said, Hollywood, that's a wrap. Good.